Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Well, hello and welcome. I hope you've had a good week. I am in a very happy place right now. I'm very chuffed. Um, I've had a cracking week. Actually, do you know what? I've had a really weird week. I don't know why I just said that. The reason why I'm so excited is because I have I've achieved 500 downloads in four weeks with my podcast. And even though to some people that might be, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Shut up about it, bitch. Um, I'm actually over the moon with it. And I'm so, so chuffed. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you've been listening, well, obviously you have been, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this. Um, but if you've been sharing it and messaging me, listening, and you've listened to all four of them, and you've been sharing it with your mates, I cannot tell you how super grateful I am for that. Because I, um, come, on, come off it, I procrastinated over this for like two years and wasn't going to do it and was like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. And then it finally just something just clicked at the beginning of this year. And I pulled my finger out and I've done it, um, but I didn't expect anybody to listen. So I am over the moon um, to hit 500 and uh, let's see if I can double it in the next four weeks as well. Woohoo! So yeah, um, thank you so much. Honestly, I can't tell you how much I appreciate all the messages as well. I love, I love getting messages. I think it's hilarious. I just love it. Do you know what it is? I just love hearing people's opinions. And I'm really open-minded. So even if, you know, come off it. I worked on the radio for 14 years. I used to get some messages from some right weirdos. <laughs> and I mean, like, really oddballs. Like, um, like text messages that would come in and go, yeah, I hope you have a car crash on your way home tonight. P.S. Can you play the sugar babes? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I shouldn't laugh because it's so bad. But yeah, I used to get, I used to get good and bad. But it's, it's, uh, it's only words, isn't it? And they're not like people that I know. So yes, bad stuff never used to bother me in the slightest bit. But I used to find it very funny. But no, getting messages about my podcast has been great because I've had messages from people who I've not seen for years. And then also some new friends who've reached out and I've welcomed to my podcast. So yeah, if you didn't understand that bit, you really need to go and listen to the other four that I've done already. So you, if you know, you know, it's kind of kind of one of those things. Um. So yeah, no, I'm really, really chuffed. So uh, yeah, thanks very much. Do you know one thing that I've got a lot of? Because I think the um, the last podcast I did, which was like number four, I was talking about the fact that we're trying for kids again and that we thought we were pregnant and we're not. And I had some really lovely messages and and they were genuine as well because they were from women who'd actually been going through 
exactly what I'm going through or they've actually gone through problems with fertility. So it was, I got messages from friends who've miscarried and that's just horrendous. And one of my friends had three miscarriages before she even had her first baby. And then when between the first one and the second baby, she had another two miscarriages. So, um, you know, it's everybody has their own story about their journey. Um, And I think that when people are messaging me and they can speak from experience and speak from the heart and it's genuine, I really appreciate advice like that. I'll be honest with you, I genuinely mean that because there is nothing worse, I find, than taking advice from somebody who's not been there. They've not been there. They don't know anything about it. And then all of a sudden, they feel like it's their place to tell you what they think. Well, guess what? Fuck off is all I can say. (laughs) Seriously. I find... Oh, do you know what? Let's just get straight to it. No, seriously. I just find it so patronising when people try and give you advice and they have not got a clue what you're going through, whatever it is in life, whether you're trying for kids, whether you're going through a breakup, whether you're you know, trying to change jobs or anything like that, moving house, I don't know. But when somebody goes, oh, do you know what I would do? Or this is what I think. Oh, really? Yeah, do one. I had the best message from a friend who I haven't seen her since we were at middle, no, high school, high school. Well, back then it was different. So you had, I went to first school, middle school, and then I actually went to a comprehensive school, which I think is probably like high school nowadays, isn't it? And um, I've not seen Tash since then. So that must have been like 18, I must be 18. I mean, I'm 44 this year. But because of the wonderful world of Facebook, it's put uh, an awful lot of us back in touch again. And we did have a really good group of us at school. It was a lovely, actually, school that we went to. And on reflection, it was um, probably not one of the best in the area. <laughs> I think my parents just didn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, you can go there, it's fine. Um but yeah, it's uh, Tash was somebody who I really remember quite fondly because I was actually at middle school with her and then I went to high school with her as well. And um, oh my God, I've got to tell you this about her. I'll never forget, we went to school discos. I, you know, I don't think they have school discos anymore. It's called the prom, isn't it? So oh, you're going to the prom. It's very Americanized in the UK. Um, but back in the 80s and the 90s, it was the school disco and your outfit didn't cost a grand. Your mum got it from CNA and she probably got you the matching set. And if you've got a little sibling, they got the same colour and matching. Yeah, it was pretty much like that. But then you'd get matching socks and shoes as well. <laughs> Walking around with your Tammy Girl bag or your CNA bag. Oh, chip me out. <laughs> hey, it was amazing. The school disco was great. Turn the lights off in the school hall. Here, they're snogging over there. Look at them, they're snogging. No way, he's using his tongue, it's French in. <laughs> Why do I sound like Vicky Pollard? <laughs> anyway. I'll never forget at the end of one school disco, we must have all been about 12 or something like that. So it was all very innocent. Do you know what I mean? Slow dancing to Brian Adams and all that kind of thing. And um, Tash was so funny. She was walking out the school hall and it was like, bye, Tash. Oh, yeah, my dad's here. Bye, bye, bye. And she went and got, I'll never forget it. Her dad used to drive a red Ford Orion. And she got in the back of this red Ford Orion. We were all waving at her. And then she got out and she went, it's not my dad. (laughs) We were like... Okay. <laughs> but even at that age, I just thought she was fantastic. She's just such a beautiful woman. And um, like I said, I've not seen Tash for years, but because of the beautiful joys of Facebook, we've been put back in touch with her again. And she has shared with me her fertility story. She was told that she couldn't have children from a very early age. And she won't mind me sharing this because I've already spoken to her about it. And um then actually this was with her first partner. She didn't ever have children. Then she met her second husband. However, she fell pregnant. 
with her with her daughter, and um, and she's got two beautiful daughters now. And then, then she actually, I think it was four years later, she had a second daughter as well. So being told that she couldn't have children to suddenly having children was obviously incredible. And what a gift to be able to do. But she, I've got to play you this. She sent me the most hilarious voicemail. And you've got to remember, this is from a lady who's also a nurse. So she's an incredibly professional woman. Um, I've I'm not spoken to her for such a long time, but the fact that we had such a good friendship at school that she can give me advice like this, I I just bowled over and, and I love you, Tash, and I had to share this voice message. God, I love voice messages. Please keep going with it. Um, you're doing really well. I'm so Okay, so let me just set the scene. Right, so she's in the hairdressers and she's been listening to my podcast and she's messaged me to tell me that she's really enjoyed it, which of course, I'm not going to go on an ego trip, but of course that's made my day that somebody's messaged me and said they've enjoyed my work. So I'm just like, oh, thanks, mate. Um, And then she went on to say this. Just an idea. Uh, Just keep calm. Try not to think about anything because that's when I fell pregnant, when I wasn't stressing about anything else. And um, try... I know sexual positions help. I don't know whether you know that. And just after your period, so literally when your period finishes, literally uh, jump on him on top and um, maybe doggy style because that kind of helps. Um, I know that's really crude and really horrible, but I just thought it might help. And I'm. Oh no, my phone stopped. Shit. Hang on. Where is it? Let's see if I get back. Damn it. You already know all this, so you don't need me telling you, but it's just been brilliant. Um, love to you. Keep going. And stay, uh, I just love it. Brilliant. Take care. Love you. Bye. <laughs> just the best message I've ever had. I love the fact that she's whispering. She's like, yes, yes, it's great. Okay. Shh, sorry to be crude, but try doggy style. <laughs> See, messages like that from genuine people I will welcome every day because it's just absolutely made my week that has just to hear a voice as well it's just been fantastic I love voice messages anyway I am a big voice message lever I do it a lot only because it's so much easier and it's uh, when you're trying when you're running around with a toddler or at the moment I'm working which is crazy hours at the moment and I'm trying to juggle too much and I'm very conscious of that so I'm trying to tackle that at the moment as well I'll probably have to tell you about that in a podcast as well in a couple of weeks time um I'm just juggling too much at the minute and I know it and I can, you know, when you can feel it as well. I'm like, right, okay, I need to get a grip of this. But voice messages help kind of just help me with time. So instead of sort of trying to text away and get all the words right and then predictive text saying the most stupid shit anyway, um, the amount of times that I've signed my name off of, yeah, love you, speak to you soon, salty. (laughs) Fucking salty. See you later, salty. Um, and then, um, yeah, so I just leave voice messages. Um, Facebook's a bit of a shit one because you can only leave up to like 59 seconds, can't you? And then if you're on a real ramble, you suddenly have to go, oh, hang on, and then start another one. Or you find yourself just carrying on going and then you think, oh, shit, where was I up to? And then you have to go and listen back to your message to then try and do it again. WhatsApp, you can leave like 10 minute messages. My friend Haley leaves me like 20 minute messages. And actually, they, 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 they sort me out for a whole car journey to work. So they're, they're fantastic. But I have to tell you, there is a revolutionary, um, uh, what was it? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, a bit of an awakening, I suppose I had um, with, uh, with WhatsApp. And I didn't know this until Haley told me. Okay, wait for this for the future. So if you do WhatsApp voice messages, you have to hold down the microphone, don't you, whilst you're leaving a message? 
I did not know, I shit you not, that if you push down the microphone and swipe it up, it stays on. No word of a lie. No word of a lie. The amount of times that my finger or my thumb were going practically numb and blue with pressure to keep it on, like going nattering away, leaving a big voice message. And now all of a sudden, ugh, this tomfoolery of this button, <laughs> this button magic has <laughs> just completely changed my voice messaging experience. So literally, you probably, I know, I know you're sat in the car right now going, what the f- I'm telling you, it makes it a whole different experience. So literally just push the button, swipe it up and you can leave like a mega voice message and just keep walking around with the phone or whatever you're doing. So you then you literally then just stop it um, and then send it. I know it's amazing, isn't it? It's the future. I'm telling you, if you like leaving voice messages, you'll be so grateful that I've told you that today. I had a crazy week, actually, on reflection. It's only until I actually sit down in front of my microphone that I suddenly think, oh, shit, that's happened this week. OK, get this for madness. So I had a hair appointment earlier in the week and I, I, I was supposed to take Roman as well with me because obviously I'm cutting his hair in the middle of the night at the moment and it does, according to my mum, look like I've cut his hair with a knife and fork. So I thought, right, I need to get my roots done because I'm getting greys. Um, Ro, we need to get his hair cut. Booked myself in with Stacey, my hairdresser. And I thought, right, I'll get there. Perfect. Not a problem at all. Listen to this. I've got a fully electric car. Okay. I love it. It's amazing. I'm well into my cars anyway. I sell cars for a living and, and I love this car. So I'm on the motorway. I'm probably doing, I'm not going crazy fast. And um, I was thinking, oh, great, I'm going to get my head and stay amazing. Good conversation because Stacey's got great conversation as well. She's into crystals. She's into psychics, everything. Well, we have really, really good conversations. Um, and uh, all of a sudden, the front of the dash went bing, 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 red warning. And it just said, fault, pull over immediately. So I thought, oh, God, this is a new one. So I started to move over into the middle lane and then thought, oh, do you know what? I better put the brakes on a little bit. There's no brakes. So the brakes completely failed on me. And I thought, oh, <laughs> I didn't think, oh, dear. It was a little bit more dramatic than that. But obviously need to keep calm because I've got Roman in the back seat. So I thought, shit. So then I thought, right, I'm going to accelerate to get myself over, the, to get myself past this guy and then start to move over to the slow lane and then need to probably weave in and out a little bit. So I put my foot on the accelerator and there's no acceleration. So the car's slowly but surely slowing down anyway. Um, so I had to try and coast in between a load of cars. <laughs> I'm laughing about it now because I thought, shit, I've got skills. And then I thought, right, I need to get to the hard shoulder, but I need to get to the hard shoulder where there's going to be a really long stretch of hard shoulder. Um, and I know I'm going to be okay, so I can let the car slow down on its own. So I managed to get myself down to about 50, 40, pulled over to the hard shoulder. And then I just was pumping the shit out of those brakes to try and get them to stop. <laughs> it just was just, and I'm laughing because because I'm okay and I'm here but yeah it was pretty um like my butt cheeks were squeezed together like oh shit it managed to stop it came to a standstill it was like not great but I managed to get it to stop and it was fine and then I thought okay I'm on the really busy motorway like stupidly busy motorway in the north of England I can't have Roman in this car luckily Scott's parents don't live too far away so they granddad came and picked up Roman and I was like you just need to take him I'll get everything sorted it's fine I just don't want him on the motorway so luckily Roman was absolutely loving it because he was going in granddad's van so he had a field day um I then had to get the breakdown service out blah 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 Two and a half hours in the pissing rain, I was waiting for the AA. Now, I'm not going to complain because they're obviously busy and they've got an awful lot going on. Um, but because I was on the motorway and where I was located, I couldn't get a signal. So I had to climb up the banking. <laughs> this is no shit. <laughs> to get to the top of the banking, to get a signal. 
Because what they do is they locate where your car is through your phone. Oh, my God, they were all over the place. They couldn't find me at all. All this was going on. So they told me not to stay in the car. It's absolutely torrential. All I've got is my trainers on with my little trainer socks and my leggings. And luckily, I had my coat up with me anyway. Um, and I thought, oh, and it was really busy. Like the cars were flying past my car anyway. So I just thought, do you know what? I'm just going to go and sit in this bush. So it's <laughs> just really weird. <laughs> So I'm up the banking on the motorway, <laughs> sat in a bush, protected. It was quite nice, actually. So it was quite warm. And and then thought, oh, do you know what? I've been desperate to watch this film on my phone. Like, like It's a film on Netflix. I think it's called like Silver Lining Playbook. And it's got Bradley Cooper in it. And I, and I, I obviously think he's incredibly attractive. So I thought, oh, I'll watch that. Quite, I've been wanting to watch that for ages. And I sat there and watched the whole movie on my phone in a bush on the M56. <laughs> And the stupid thing is, I was so cool about everything. Like I've got the AA sorted, I've got everything sorted, I've got Roman sorted. And then as soon as I phoned Scott um, and my husband, I went, he went, what's happened? You all right? I went, <laughs> just fucking burst into tears. And, just, and he was like, Sally, where are you? I was like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And he was like, what? The? Obviously, he wasn't happy because, you know, who the hell expects their accelerator and their brakes to fail? It just, just doesn't happen, does it? So anyway, it was fine. And he said to me, I said, I've been sat here for two and a half hours. I'm absolutely freezing. But I've watched a movie and he went, well, I'm not being funny, babe, but you did want a little bit more time to yourself, didn't you? <laughs> so you need to be careful what you ask for because you too could be sat in a bush on the motorway. Do you know what, though? My whole mind was playing tricks. You know when you get, well, I don't know, you might not be like me, but I clearly get a bit carried away and go a bit creative. And I've watched Dexter too much, to be honest with you, and kept thinking, well, I wonder if there's any bodies along this banking. <laughs> Fucking sick is that? <laughs> this is another one. I have this when I see canals. I don't know why, but whenever I see canal, I think, God, what's at the bottom of that? Like an old Cortina, a couple of shopping trolleys and maybe a foot or something. I don't know why. I have this funny feeling when I see canals. It's like, oh, what's in there? What's in a canal? I, and it's the same with well, like motorway bankings. I'm like, oh, I wonder if something's like a body there. What the fuck? I, do you know, I've just watched too many scary things and I, I can't do scary movies anyway. And Dexter was about the sort of, yeah, but like, what was it? The Bay Harbour Butcher, the Canal Butcher. I don't know why. It just, it's, it's one thing that just plays on my mind sometimes, things like that. But there was, there was nothing in my bush other than, <laughs> there was nothing in my bush other than me and my phone. And I did actually enjoy that movie. It's really quite good, to be honest with you. If you've not seen it, I definitely recommend it. So anyway, I've got my car back now. I've got my car back and it's fine, which is superb. So yeah, it's all sorted and it's all fixed. But this week I've had a courtesy car to commute in. And obviously I'm grateful because the fact that I've got a courtesy car. So it's getting me from A to B, which is amazing. But they've dropped me off an executive mobile and um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's fine. I, I can, I can drive anything. I, I love driving, right? But this car stank and I mean seriously stank and right now you're thinking okay what was the smell so you can try and visualize the smell okay I'm going to try and do this for you as best as I can do it smelt like an executive male who literally bathes in cheap cologne and smokes fags right <laughs> this is this is it and this is, this is me this week so I've got in the car and I put my seatbelt on and I'm like, 
oh my god it fucking stinks of fags now i used to smoke right i used to smoke years ago but now i am the worst like ex-smoking anti-smoker i am the sort of person if somebody's having a fag near me i'll go like <coughs> i don't know why i just I can't stand it but when i did smoke i loved smoking i really loved smoking and i really enjoyed it but now i can't stand it i literally can't bear it and um, so i'm like oh my god this car stinks driving to work and then the next minute what the what is that smell and it's really strong really strong aftershave and i'm trying to sniff it from somewhere is it on the leather no it's on the fucking seat belt so the seat belt that goes across your chest right in between your jugs right there whoever this dude was who's had this car before me has literally rubbed all of his man musk onto the seat belt which is then sitting on my clothes so by the time I've got to the office, I'm about two hours later, I can still smell it. It's all over my clothes. So for like four days, I've smelt like some sort of like dirty, pervy, exactly. I don't know if it's pervert. This is what it reminds me of, right? It's like, I imagine this guy to have a lot of hair gel, like a lot of hair gel, like slicked back his hair, a bit like Gordon Gecko from the 80s, right? But not that successful because he smells so bad. And then shit loads of cologne, but like, like, like Old Spice or Brute. Um, and then and then I found a can of Lynx in the footwell behind me. So I can imagine that he was preparing for a hot date or something. Or maybe he'd been to the gym to play badminton. I imagine him to be called Gary. <laughs> obviously got a bit carried away with myself this week. <laughs> but this is, this is exactly what it's done to me. The stink of this car. Fags and just nasty aftershave. And the fact that this car has made me feel like a pervert all week. And actually, oh my God, I've got to tell you this. Clearly, this is, I'm not doing myself any favours today. You're probably thinking, I'm not listening to another podcast. This bitch is nuts. But this is, I've got to tell you this, this is so funny. So yeah, it's actually turned me to the point where I've turned into a sex pest. (laughs) So... I was driving to work the other morning in what I like to call the shagging wagon because it just, I, I'm sure it probably got a hand job in the back or something. <laughs> Too much information. Right. But it's one of those, it's just like, oh my God. So I was driving to work in the shagging wagon and obviously smelling like a tart's parlour. Um, and I saw a lorry in the middle lane. So I'm in sort of a fast lane in the motor and I saw a lorry in the middle lane and I didn't have my glasses on. I can still see without my glasses. I really need my specs for computers, okay, and driving at night. So I thought, what is that on the side of this lorry? And it wasn't like a massive lorry. It was just like a, like a mid-sized lorry. And I thought, holy shit, is that a naked man on the side of that lorry? And obviously driving the passion wagon, I thought, oh, I want to have a look at that. So I sp- <laughs> sped up a little bit and thought... No way. How the hell have they got away with putting a naked man on the side of this lorry? And let's be honest, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a kind of, I'm a hot blooded woman. So let's have a look at that right now. So I obviously put my foot down to catch up with this lorry to have a look at it, only to discover that it was a bakery truck with a wonderful display of chia batters, paninis and baguettes on the side. <laughs> But me, obviously, being hypnotised by Gary's love potion, I've turned into some sort of sex pest who's now visualising naked men on the side of trucks on the motorway. No, Sally, it's a fucking French stick from a bakery. (laughs) 
I've just realised that I've actually not shed myself in a very good light at all this week. I've actually described myself as some sort of sex panther smelling <laughs> sex panther. Oh, please tell me that you've seen Ron Burgundy. Um, smells like Bigfoot's dick. Um, yeah, some sort of like sex panther smelling bush dwelling pervy woman who's got a fetish for baguettes. Listen, I'll tell you what, if you saw a bunch of baked goods on the side of a truck that actually resembled the shape of a naked man, I'm sure that you would have put your foot down too. To be fair, I actually would have put my foot down if it was baked goods anyway, to have a good old look. <laughs> a little bit of a drool at it. Mm, panini. <laughs> right. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Right, I am so sorry about that. So <clears throat> I don't, do you know what, right? I, I try and do my podcast out like all in one go. But just then I could hear one of the dogs barking outside and they're not supposed to be outside. And I thought, is that my dog or is that somebody else's dog? And I just hear it, heard it really faintly in the background just then and thought, what's the fucking dog doing outside? So I've just run outside just now. And then just come running back in again. I've can't, obviously I've calmed myself down because I didn't want to sound like I was doing, listen, let's be honest. I've talked about all sorts of pervy things. The last thing you needed was to hear me going, <sighs> I've just run in from outside. So obviously I've composed myself a little bit. <laughs> but Milo, who's, I've got two Jack Russells. Um, Milo is the smallest one and the youngest one. Well, they're both old to be fair. Honey's 13 now and she can't be asked. She just likes to sunbathe and sort of stay in the warm spots in the house. And then, but Milo is 11, but he's so mischievous but what he does is he escapes but he shits his pants and comes home it's actually quite cute it is really cute honey if she escaped she'd just fuck off and to be honest with you i I can't even bear to think what would happen to her because she is just wild like that but what he's done is he's obviously got out he's buggered off gone for a little walk and then he's shitting his pants and he's at the front door (laughs) the front door barking to try and get back in do you know what? He's done this before. He escaped once and we watched him on the cameras and he got himself out. Obviously, we didn't see him doing it because we would have stopped him. But he squeezed himself through the fence. He actually ended up cutting himself, getting out of the fence. And then on the other camera at the front of the house, he was like, hee hee, quite happy with himself. So he started skipping along because he's he's a pure Jack Russell. So they tend to run on three legs sometimes and they lift their fourth leg. So he's obviously skipping along, skipped down the driveway, stopped. Turn around, shit his pants and come running back to the front door to try, <laughs> to try, to try and get back in. I'm home, I'm home, I ran away. <laughs> it's like, you pussy. Come on, where have you been? Down the drive and back. <laughs> he is such, he's the funniest dog I've ever owned. And I, I love dogs, but he is by far the funniest dog I've ever owned. Because we always piss ourselves because he is, he's really good. You can, you can leave the gate open. And he'll actually sit on the driveway. He's very, very good like that. But if there's a cat, it's game over. Right, I need to go downstairs and work out how this little turd's managed to get out. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast this week. If you enjoyed it, I would be so grateful if you would share it on your stories on your Instagram account. You just need to tag me as well. So just screenshot um, the platform that you listen on. Post it in your stories and then tag me with at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Sharing is caring and I genuinely appreciate all the shares that I'm getting. It's um, it's really lovely, to be honest. And I love the messages. So, yep, keep them coming in. And if you're on Facebook, you can find me with Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Anything that I've mentioned today, if you've enjoyed it and it's really hit a note, you can relate to it. Send me a message about it and I'll certainly try and mention you on another podcast. Have a fantastic week. <laughs> keep your eyes out for those bakery trucks and I'll see you very soon. 
Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring, and you and I are best friends now.